0: City of mine. How I love, how I love
1: the city of mine. Gang Gang is a cultural development firm on a mission to produce, promote, and preserve culture in cities. So we're starting right here in Indianapolis to
0: find. Molly and Alan Bacon embracing their hometown, paying it forward by giving local artists once in the shadows a chance to shine in the spotlight. The incredible story behind Gang Gang, the Indianapolis couple who brought it to life, their passion for pushing the creative economy forward, and Gang Gang's big role in putting Central Indiana creatives on center stage for NBA All-Star Weekend. Gang Gang co-founder Alan Bacon, my guest this week on the Business and Beyond podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business and Beyond podcast presented by PNC. I'm Gary Dick. Gang Gang is one of those positive byproducts of the pandemic and racial unrest that followed the death of George Floyd back in 2020. It's the brainchild of Indianapolis natives, Molly and Alan Bacon. They were looking for a way to bring people together through art, music, and culture. One of Alan's famous quotes, a city is a dreadful place when its creatives aren't dreaming. And I'm really pleased to be joined in the podcast this week by the co-founder of Gang Gang, uh, an Indianapolis native, Alan Bacon. Alan, uh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Greg. Uh, You bet. Hey, you have a
0: ton going on, and there's a lot we can talk about uh, with the organization, but in particular, uh, this week with the NBA All-Star Game, you are very uh, intimately involved in that. And we want to talk about that, but first to tee things up for those who might not know about Gang Gang, because I think it's a fascinating story. What you've created along with your wife Molly Simone Jeffers, and um, talk about Gang Gang. What Gang Gang is all about. You describe it. it's a cultural development, social justice organization. Give us the thumbnail description of Gang Gang.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much, man. So I think so. Um, you know, myself, Molly, we're we're sitting in. Uh, the crux of everything 2020 uh, and the crux of from, from George Floyd and, and, and the racial pandemic to, to the health pandemic and, and COVID. And I think it was an opportunity to understand of, you know, being in a situation the, of just the world seemed so separate. And uh, we knew that culture and art is something that could bring the world together after, you know, experiencing what that uh, separatism, you know, felt like. So that was the, the genesis of Gang Gang, to, to bring people together. I mean, our our mission is to increase beauty, equity and culture uh, in cities by uh, activating the creative economy. So we, it's, it's all about the artists. Uh, it's all about uh, just the, that amplification of the message and, and narrative in the city.
0: And really focused right on on artists who are underappreciated, under underrepresented. Uh, I guess that's that's really your target.
1: I mean, all artists, you know, just the, the moniker of the, the starving artist, I mean, is uh it is real so I, mean, I think you know this this platform has allowed us to advocate you know for art and also to, to look at art from a lens of, of culture too which you, which you also are also are alluding to which I and mean, that's a, a a big part of the, of the narrative as it relates to authorship and, and advocacy for artists.
0: Yeah well you talk about the uh, the genesis for for gang gang during the pandemic you know such a terrible time but but yet there are stories like like yours. They are really positive that came out of that that very difficult time. Talk about maybe that moment when when you realize that, hey, maybe this is a thing we ought to we ought to do.
1: Matt, I would talk about just like one of the, the the big moments, I think within the first six months of, of our life cycle was March Madness and then you know, the city hosting uh, the tournament here. I mean, that was a, a an opportunity for for gang gang to to really showcase and show what beauty and equity and culture looks like. Uh, on that scale, I mean, we, we curated over 260, you know, live performances that happened within that four weekend period. That really elevated our creative uh, sector and and really, you know, provided a platform for artists. I mean, that's that's the mission.
0: Why do you think you're you're seeing this success uh, that you are seeing? Because what you're talking about, I, I, you know, I think others have talked about it in the past. But you've taken that, you know, kind of that idea, that germination, you know, the germ of an idea and, and made things happen. I think part of it, from my standpoint, is you both have such a positive outlook and an inclusive kind of mindset about it. But why, why do you think you're gaining so much traction with your efforts?
1: Um, I think just innately, you know, culture and art is what connects people. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's also, I mean, in looking at, you know, taking down uh, constructs, you know, a lot of constructs that have prevented, uh, I think, people, uh, specifically American people, from from coming together in in a very true and authentic way. So I think, you know, part of, you know, what we're trying to do is just tell the truth about America's creative culture, tell the truth about how we are experiencing these ebbs and, and, and flows through it, through life and how art has been just in the center of that messaging and that communication. And it's like, what is the story we want to tell today? Like how, and, and it could be any story we want, we want to tell. I mean, it, it's, it's art. So I think, you know, we're, we're leaning in these moments of uh, what seems to be uh, anarchy, like like just the, the, the 2020 moment and what that is. I mean, leaning into art has allowed us to recover, has, a, has allowed us to, 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 heal, um, allows us to have conversations where we can connect. Uh, in in a very true and authentic way. I mean, things like butter is also a a tactic that, you know, we've created to to test this theory of of art and this ability to, to, you know, bring people together and and connect people with one one another. So I think it's just, it's almost innate. Uh, So just providing a a platform where that connectivity can happen at scale is uh, something that we've been successful in, something that everyone contributes in as well.
0: You know, I think the creative class in Indianapolis and maybe more broadly the Midwest Tends to generally speaking get looked over. You know, it's not Chicago, it's not New York or LA or whatever the case might be, Nashville and the country music scene. But is what you are finding because you, I hear it all the time, there are a lot of really talented people, creative people right here. And, and Gang Gang is, is maybe bringing that to the surface.
1: Yeah. And it's not new. I mean, so, I mean, this is a, you know we're i think we're we're probably bringing you know the spirit you know more alive of of, of the talent and just you know, allowing you know marketing to, to do its thing and just really you know start to promote you know the city in in, in more audacious ways and bold ways and, in, and tell the stories that are happening but you know from from Indiana avenue to, to, to yeah. the greats there to even you know there's 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 a time period in the in the 90s where we had Michael Jackson Babyface and John Mellencamp yeah, you know I mean, like, so just like this, this band this, this, how that narrative doesn't necessarily seem to ever, you know, die or, or fold. This is it's just our ability just to tell the stories in the moment. Just you know, we've we've been grateful to have you know sports as as a mainstay in our city that has allowed us the ability to tell these stories at scale. I mean, whether it's you know Super Bowl or, or hosting you know the whole entire you know NCAA March Madness tournament here or All Star next week. Uh, has provided this lens on the city that you know can can show just the true essence of of, of the city, which is which is the core, the, the culture, which is the core of of any city, and um, artists are, are right there in the foundation of that.
0: Yeah, we want to get into the NBA stuff here in a, in a second, but give you you talked a little bit about it, but give folks some examples of, of how you're doing what you do in in terms of elevating artists and others the cultural uh, creative class in Indianapolis, how you're actually, how Gang Gang is actually doing it and what the results, because you've got a lot of uh, great stories,
1: I think, to tell. No, thank you so much uh, for just uh, allowing this moment to to happen and and that question. And I think I would want to talk just generally just about butter and, and and maybe why butter exists. It's about authorship. It's it's about economic justice. It's about understanding just the contributions of, of artists artists of color you know black artists specifically for for butter and uh, allowing that narrative to have a much more brighter tone uh in a much more equitable way so one of the you know uh, ideas of butter is to sell 100 of all the works and give 100 of the proceeds back to the artists i mean that's what equity you know looks like and there needs to be some type of sacrifice of privilege in order to realize equity and that's the kind of just our our definition of how we you know describe it and you know that sacrifice of a privilege is, is allowing one hundred percent of the proceeds to go back to the artists and these are artists that you know are participating in other festivals and you know traditionally I mean you, you're you're having these commissions you know the fees taken from artists upwards to forty to fifty percent uh, of of the commission wow. on, on their yeah. work so this is a, a actual uh, what the New York Times has, has called as, as a new equitable you know, way to, uh, to, to to view and experience art fairs. I mean, this is what that looks like. So creating a butter where you're selling this artwork, where everybody agrees the, the value maybe uh, is, is amazing. But like the worth is the cost associated to the value. So this challenges that di- dichotomy of value and worth. So I'll sell it 500 here on the street. But in the context of butter, in this environment where my art pieces are, are now amongst some of the greats nationally and, and, and world-renowned. Now they can see and view this art for the worth that it is. So now $500 is $5,000 to an artist. So, so what does that do, you know, not to challenge, you know, that, that dichotomy between worth and value, but as an artist, you know, that's that's the, the equitable way and approach to of uh, economic justice. How about the
0: support that you've received? Because to do what you do, you've got to have funding yourself. Right. And I, I know PNC, a uh, longtime sponsor of this podcast, yeah. I think was one of the first supporters of yours. Talk about that support you received from the business community.
1: Yeah, it's, it's public uh, sector has really uh, stood up, you know, in this moment. And I think that there are, you know, at the at the time of, of, of 2020, there, there were statements and then uh, there were statements. I, mean, I think there's a lot of statements that uh, were words and there's other statements that require work. Uh, that represents work so i think you know that was part of you know the work to us is understanding like what this narrative means and this what this thing can do uh, from an impactful uh a lens of, of equity and yeah you have the the, the pncs of the world and the aes of the world and the citizens gas of the world and the elements financial i'm mean, just so many uh you know businesses within the public sector that are getting it and and and, and finding you know pathways to invest in the creative economy and just you know, gang gang is just one of those ways. I mean, there, there's so many, you know, artists and organizations and people doing cool things in the city that we can get behind. And you can see how it's making a difference in, in the city that we live in today. So that's that's beautiful.
0: Well, let's talk about your next big thing among many yeah. big things. And that's the NBA All-Star All-Star Weekend, really All-Star Week. I mean, it's all week, all kinds of yeah. things going yeah. on. Yeah. You're partnering, uh, you, you know, gang gang really leading uh, that uh cultural um, uh, development and focus because the all-star game is about sports. It's about basketball, obviously, but arts and culture is a big piece of that. Talk about Gang Gang's role and what folks are going to see downtown.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, my, myself and Molly, you know, we are grateful to the, the Pacers organization to bring us in as co-chairs uh, alongside uh, Julie Goodman, Arts Council, and Kira Armsteads from uh, Indiana Humanities. So we're we're having a, a great team as co-chairs um leading this new committee for all-star the arts and culture committee and it really it's about what does beauty equity and culture look like in the in the core of our downtown so the the, the host committee has created a, a great platform called indy's home court uh, where it allows us uh, so, 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 some room to play. We're, we're transforming uh, spaces downtown. We're leading with culture. We're, we're thinking about music. We're thinking about food. We're thinking about fashion. We're thinking about retail. We're thinking about entertainment and activations and, and, and lights and sounds and everything that, that you would experience that would say that I enjoyed my city. So that's that's pretty much our, you know, just our, our, our main role. Like how can we increase beauty, equity, and culture in the most cool ways as we are going to invite over 100,000 guests into our city, and we wanted to show them the best in Indianapolis. And it's also uh, a, an opportunity for Indianapolis to understand and, and remind itself how cool we are.
0: Well, talk about the culture, because it's a cultural corridor. And as I understand it, there are three, three locations, right? So talk about how the cultural corridor uh, is going to take shape.
1: Yeah, so the cultural corridor, so, so we're taking... Uh, the former Pairings uh, location, the former Rock Bottom location, and connecting that to the Arts Garden. So right off of uh, Washington Street is the formation of the corridor. So so beginning at, at Pairings, we'll have uh, uh, Plaid and Pearls, uh, local owner Carrie Hughes' uh, coffee shop uh, uh, manifestation, dream come to life. There will also be the uh, the, the stop and starting point for Samson Livingston. He's going to have some some uh, some all star tours. Uh, that's going to be super cool and cool. The only way that it can uh, that can happen is, is through Samson and just, I mean that you know level of of energy and and entertainment and also education for our our, our residents and visitors. Uh, right next door to Platinum Pros, you'll be in a, a former rock bottom space. So we're transforming that entire space. Alan Henderson's Bar will be in there. will feature uh, I think over ten restaurants from the international marketplace. Uh, there's going to be trees in the basement shout out to oj uh, and just like all the work that that they've done to create this this new and vibrant hip-hop festival uh, in the city cargo retail shopping and Hyde, and just anything and everything that you could think of just like a one-stop shop of of all the the entertainment goods outside of that space uh, venturing uh, a bit more west to the arts garden Uh, That's going to be the home of Butters. it's going to be the first time butter is going to have a life outside of Labor Day weekend uh, in in Indianapolis. So what we're pleased to kind of offer this, uh, this butter light, quote unquote, is kind of what we're calling it. But it's going to be some awesome artwork. Uh, We've curated an amazing show that's going to really see more of just the basketball flavor within, you know, some of the the, the visual representation. So it'll be a, a, a nice fitting piece uh and caveat to the, the nba experience and what we're doing here culturally and then we'll also end with a creative summit that's not to miss and we'll have some uh some some key people and celebrities in, in, involved in that too so it's, there's a lot of things going on
0: that is a lot that, that is a lot and it would seem that the the nba all-star event uh, as a canvas if you will i i saw a quote that you had i think it was a quote you called the nba a cultural incubator T- talk about that because it would seem that all the things you're talking about, all the what? things that are going to happen, they kind of r- really do connect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at, at the core of the NBA is black culture. Um, and, just, and just that incubation, you know, comes with the freedom that the athletes can now, you know, stretch outside of, you know, the, the athleticism that they're shown on the court and, and dive into the, also the artistry of their culture. So you see a lot of the, the, the fashion that you'll see over All-Star Weekend, um, you know, represented uh, with the players is just, just, the, just the music and just all the different, you know, cultural aspects that makes the game, you know, what it is today, exciting. You'll find the same beauty, equity, and cultural aspects within every city.
0: Talk about one other quote before we go to the break here, uh, Alan, and that is you had indicated, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, a city is a dangerous place when creatives stop dreaming. And cool. I thought that was a, that was a really good quote And I think you know probably very germane, very you know timely, or for the city like Indianapolis, when you talk about that, a dangerous place to be when creative stop dreaming. What what did you mean by that?
1: I I think artists are the lifebloods of society. We're the heroes of society. You know, artists is is what makes cities beautiful and and equitable and, and cultural. And then when you have these individuals without pathways to dive into the art. Uh, to produce art platforms, to uh, to to make art, then uh, yeah, your city isn't in in a dreadful place because you're not getting any life uh, invested back into your city. So that's we know we're we're investing in artists. Therefore, uh, you know, we can we can produce more life. And just in those dreams that are coming. You know, one of those dreams is gang gang. Uh, One of those dreams is tip off. You know, one of those dreams is, is just to create a summit. One of those teams, all these things that were like butter, and 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 just like you know, being able to to act. in this, not just gang, gang. It, Our entire city is coming alive. Um, the the NBA host committee has put together a volunteer package of the who's who of, of the city to to work on this thing. And it's it's a special moment. And uh, and artists understand. We're always kind of ready to, to to answer the bell and the call, and, and we're dreaming again, and it's not just the artists. I mean, it's the city. It's, it's, it's everybody, and, and, and it feels good to be in, in, in Indianapolis.
0: Lots going on indeed uh, with Gang Gang, and certainly this week in particular with the NBA uh, All-Star Game in town. Uh, much more with Alan Bacon, the co-founder of Gang Gang, when we return. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Business and Beyond podcast presented by PNC. My guest this week, a very busy guy, Alan Bacon, the co-founder at Gang Gang, cultural development and social justice organization uh, that was really spawned during the pandemic and has grown exponentially and is center stage this week at the NBA uh, All-Star uh, Weekend and uh, week events as well. Alan, we talked about the the creation of Gang Gang, what it's all about, what it's accomplishing to me, one of the other things that has to be an uh, an output of what you're doing is everybody talks about talent and the need to attract talent and to keep talent, not just here in Indianapolis, all over the country. It would seem to me your efforts and what it is portraying about the city probably has a, a real connection to that, uh, that talent development uh, and talent attraction issue.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, thank you for that question. I think part of the the issue of, of attracting talent is just the the narrative of a city. Yeah. Um so understanding kind of like what is the current narrative and, and, and giving uh the the headlines something bright to speak about, I think is is a strong component of like it's such I mean people there's there's Google, there's 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 social media, there's all these things that that are constantly telling people how cool a city is. Uh so I mean, so I think then that's you know, one of the things that's from a talent attraction standpoint is you know, providing more platforms for you know beauty, equity, and, and culture to to, to live and, and cultivate and grow, but at the same time, like sharing changes the, the, the headline and just like how important a headline can be. And you know, shout out to the IADC and Visit Indy for um, you know, we're we're working as partners on on a lot of different initiatives. So I think you know we see the positive turn of, of what's happening in the city, and that's definitely helpful for talent attraction and, and retention.
0: Yeah, your your perspective on that is is very real because you're a native. Grew up in Indianapolis, as did your wife Molly, both uh, Indy natives. Uh, Talk about uh, growing up in Indianapolis. What that was, uh, what that was like for you.
1: Uh, Growing up as I mean in Indianapolis, man, I think you know one of the things that we've appreciated with uh, just like our time here. I think maybe as young professionals, just like the opportunity and the access and. The access to leadership and 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 mentors and giving uh, chances to to fail and and, and to mm. build things and and create things and and to have ideas and it's one of the things about you know th- that quote of uh you know city being a, in a in a dreadful place when it's uh, creators I mean we're those creatives you know I mean the, the, the dream came in in 2020 and, and to see the manifestation in this way is uh, is really special and and humbling.
0: It was, so uh, tell me about how you met your wife, how you met Molly, because she's just an integral part, obviously, of the the organization as well. Both grew up in Indianapolis. How did you guys
1: meet? Yeah, I mean, so Molina um, has a career in uh, art administration. I mean, she's worked at the Arts Council of Indianapolis, the Madam uh, uh, Walker. She's done so much on her own, just like supporting artists. Uh, my background was in for-profit education, but I'm also a, a, an artist uh, myself, so that's where kind of like the worlds uh, intertwine. But we actually um, met just through the Indie Chamber, through the, just the leadership, uh, you know, capital there, uh, and just networking and, and those things. So we met in Nashville, uh, actually, on a uh, leadership exchange trip.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. As you look at, at Indianapolis now and that narrative, what, what do you think the narrative is of Indianapolis from outside? You know, back to that whole talent thing, as you as you said, very easy to to get a quote unquote to get a narrative about a a city yeah. online or you know various places through social media, etc. Uh, what do you think Indy's narrative is now?
1: Yes, yeah, I, th- I think I think Indy has a narrative of curiosity of like I wonder what's going on in that city. I mean, you have Source Magazine talking about Indianapolis, Fast Company, Inc. Magazine, The New York Times, and multiple articles. You know Forbes. I mean, there's a lot of buzz uh, that I think you know is creating more of a curiosity, like of, of what's going on. And I think and now we're, I mean, you're we're utilizing and leveraging those opportunities to say exactly what, what's going on and just kind uh, of you know unveil just just the coolness and, and and the cultural aspects of of our city that the world needs to know.
0: And as you sit here now, so much going on for you and Indianapolis and just. As you look at the changing downtown with the big projects that are that are unfolding now downtown, that I think can transform uh, the city yet again. What what's your vision? As you look, you know, uh, Alan Bacon, Gang Gang. Uh, as you look for what you want to accomplish and how you want to be connected to whatever is next for Indianapolis. What what's your vision for the city?
1: Our mission is to increase beauty, equity, and culture. Um, so as, as it relates to Uh, how that manifests in the next five to 10 years. For me, the ultimate vision is to see the public, private and philanthropic sector wrapping themselves around that narrative and then understanding that artists are are, are the core and the crux and and, and the chief cornerstone of of, of making that thing happen. What does that look like? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, And that's that's the beautiful thing about it. That's probably
0: a good thing, right?
1: Yo, it it's, it's amazing. And that's kind of like we're we're centering all this work on on, on love and, and and support and you know beauty. So as long as that's kind of like our guideposts, yeah. uh, we know good things are happening and, and impactful things are, are are happening all around us. so that that's 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 the pool, man. And we have five teenagers uh between us, four uh at Brebuff, uh Go Braves, uh <laughs> and uh and, and one at IU. So I mean it's a lot of this. I mean, we're thinking. Just, just the future of 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 our kids, and it's like yeah. you know, five years from now, like what you know, what's the city that they're going to be returning to uh, when they're home from college? I mean, are they going to want to stay? Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, so all those things we're we're trying to answer. Man, I think as long as it, it, things feel like butter, I think we'll, we'll we'll be in a good place in the future. Yeah,
0: what you mentioned the support you've received along the way. Talk a little bit about that because you know Indianapolis, I think has a has a good reputation for you know. A big little town, however you want to describe it, and, and mentoring and networking and connecting is is an important part of, of the city's success. How important was that in terms of people reaching out to you and mentoring or offering support?
1: Uh, it's, it's paramount. I mean, it's, it's unquestionable The the biggest resources in Indianapolis is our human capital.
0: What are folks going to see when they go downtown, uh, Alan, this All-Star Week? Uh, all the things you've talked about. In terms of the arts and the culture, and the uh, a lot of really cool things that uh, folks might be surprised uh, at seeing in downtown Indianapolis. What's that experience going to be like for folks?
1: Yeah, I think I mean, it's going to be a lot of cool things to see. We have like twenty-four, you know, giant basketballs that, that artists have just you know taken over. This, I'm mean, just going to be a lot of you know cool optics. But I think yeah, it's more or less going to be a a cool feeling. You know, that's going to be something that people are going to, you know, really take away from their experience is how they've just enjoyed being around people, enjoy being around things that are cultural. Uh, and, you know, people necessarily won't know, but that's how you connect. You connect through food and, and, and music and, and and fashion and being around each other and sharing stories and and, and seeing, uh, you know, your loved ones and, and people that you admire. So all that stuff is, is happening in one place. It's going to produce this good energy, uh, you know, for the city, which, you know, I'm, I can't wait to experience. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, what, it's what we experienced. Like, honestly, we're we're providing this for the world. This is what we experience routinely here already in Indianapolis. So it's just it's providing us a, a bigger platform. Yeah, that's that, a, that's, that.
0: a, that's a good point, uh, because what you're talking about, what you're doing, this event is a chance to really shine the spotlight on it and, and uh, really kind of a coming out, you know, party uh, for the city of Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, yeah, right on.
0: Hey, final question for you: As you look at what you're doing with Gang Gang, uh, that model, if you will, have you received interest from other places, other cities? Uh, you know, inquiring about your services, or is this a bigger picture, uh, looking at at maybe maybe replicating this this model, this idea, in other other cities?
1: Yeah, I think so. We've already um, have started some some work nationally. In other cities, I, I mean, so it's, so yes, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of cities, artists, government, you know what, I mean, are, are looking at Indianapolis as like, what? How did you do that, right? And just like, so what did that take? And just, I mean, so it's it's a beautiful, you know, season to to be in where there's so many, you know, eyes. But there's, there's a there's definitely a, a best practice sharing opportunity as it relates to the successes. And, uh, and and some of the achievements that, you know, Indianapolis has been able to make and, uh, within our strides over the past two or three years.
0: Well, Alan, I can't uh, thank you enough for taking time uh, at a very busy time for you, certainly, to join me on the podcast. And congratulations to you and, and Molly on the success at Gang Gang. I know it's only beginning, but uh, your efforts uh, and that vision uh, you have and, and certainly have had are uh, really making a difference for our city and uh, certainly appreciate that. Thanks very much.
1: No, thank you so much, Gary, and I appreciate all the work that you do as well, brother. All right. Alan Bacon, co-founder at Gang
0: Gang, my guest this week on the Business and Beyond podcast. It is a weekly conversation with achievers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond. You can download all of our episodes and also get Indiana Business News 24-7. All you have to do is go to InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.